Dharma alone protects. You must look upon the world as belonging to the Lord and it is your duty to so conduct yourself as to conform to this belief. This constitutes the dharma of humanity. Acts dictated solely by selfish interests will push one into unrighteousness. A man must learn to be less and less selfish in his thoughts and actions. He must always remember the Lord and must ever be conscious that he is the master of all this world. This view is the basis on which all religions have evolved. No religion teaches us to live according to our whims and fancies. No religion asks us to acquire wealth and property for our personal needs alone. If a man believes that he alone is important, that he is all, he will live only for himself. That is why all religions speak of an entity called God and teach man to efface his ego or I feeling. Child, they tell him, you are nothing before that power, the author of this universe. It is he, that power, who has endowed you with intelligence. Your intelligence, your intellect must guide you on the path of dharma, righteousness. For this purpose, you must look up to this power for support. The great importance attached to bhakti or devotion in all religions is founded on this belief, the need for divine support for virtuous conduct. Ordinarily, it is not easy to develop faith in or devotion to God expressed in abstract terms. For the common people, devotion must take the form of practical steps. That is how ritual originate. Sandhya Vandana, Namaz and other forms of prayer are examples of such ritual. The religions teach people their duties, how they must conduct themselves in the world and how they must devote themselves to God in the very midst of their worldly life. Love everyone, live a life of sacrifice, serve mankind. Such are the teachings of the various religions. If a man lives according to these tenets, it is believed that his soul will reach God after it departs from his body. Those who subscribe to Advaita or non-dualism declare that the soul will become one with the Godhead. According to another system of belief, after reaching the Lord, the soul will serve Him and ever remain happy as a recipient of His compassion. There is no need to quarrel over the nature of the final state. By following one path or another, we attain the Lord. And that will be the end of all our sorrows, all our frustrations and all our failures in this world. There will now be nothing but bliss, full and everlasting. No more than this do we need to know for the present. If the Paramatman is to draw us unto himself, we must, without fail, perform our duties to him as well as to the world. It is these duties that constitute what is called Dharma. Dharma, it is that serves us when we dwell in our body and when we cease to dwell in it. It serves us in life and after life. When we are in this world, we must do that which would take us to a desirable state after we depart from it. We take an insurance policy so that our relatives will be able to take care of themselves when we are gone. But is it not far more important to ensure that we will be happy in our afterlife? Dharma is afterlife insurance. But in this life too, it is dharma 
that gives us peace and happiness there need be no doubt or confusion about the dharma we ought to follow we are all steeped in the dharma that our great men have pursued from generation to generation they have inwardly realized eternal beatitude and we know for certain that they live without any care unlike people in our own generation who are always discontented and are embroiled in agitations and demonstrations of all kinds all we need to do is to follow the dharma that they practiced if we tried to create a new dharma for ourselves it might mean trouble and all the time we would be torn by doubts as to whether it would bring us good or whether it would give rise to evil it is best for us to follow the dharma practiced by the great men of the past the dharma of our forefathers man is subject to all kinds of hardships and misfortunes to remind ourselves of this we eat the bitter flowers of the neem on new year's day that is on the very first day of the year we accept the bitterness of life during the pongal ceremony which is celebrated almost towards the close of the year we have sugar cane to chew if we have only sweetness in the beginning we may have to experience bitterness towards the end we must not have any aversion for the bitter but welcome it as the medicine administered by mother nature or by dharma if we do so in due course we will learn to regard any experience even if it be unpleasant as a sweet one dharma and dharma alone is our protecting shield one's religion is nothing but the dharma practiced by one's forefathers may all adhere to the dharma with unwavering faith and courage and be rewarded with everlasting bliss shri gurubhyo namaha